Mm-hmm. All right, we're going. Um, like I said, I'm inspired by go-getters, right? I think people can do whatever they want to do. All right, live and let live. Sit on the couch, do nothing. I think you should have the option of being able to do that. I've got no, I've got no right to tell you that's the wrong way for you to live your life, right? However, mm-hmm. um, I'm super fucking fired up by people like yourself that's just like, nah, I'm going to go do this, and then I'm going to go do that, and then I'm going to go do this. And it's just like, just because this is what I do and it's going to go in every avenue possible to man, right? But something that kind of literally just came to me is like, what's your purpose? Why do you do that? My purpose for like my business? (laughs) Yeah, and like life. Life. Uh, That's an interesting question, actually. Uh... I think my purpose is uh, to always grow, like uh, practice self-development. And uh, also, I think, I, I don't know, I don't like to be bored. So I think my purpose is always to uh, like occupy like myself with something. So I always have something to do so I don't get bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So like, yeah. What, what's your journey? How did you get here? So uh, with the journaling, uh, it's like, uh, sorry, (laughs) Uh, first uh, it started uh, in uh, like before university, I was like actually always uh, excited about psychology, but I didn't study it in the end because uh, it's like too scientific for me, you have to conduct experiments and yeah, I don't like the science side of it. So I chose business, which is another passion of mine. And uh, when I finished my business studies, uh, I just thought I want to like build my own business, but I was so confused about what exactly, because uh, I'm a person with like so many passions. There's like literally almost everything interests me. So I just thought like, okay, what should I do from all of that? Like uh, travel, fitness, beauty, I don't know, food, like everything. And uh, yeah, I started with uh, building a beauty blog. And then uh, quickly I realized that uh, beauty isn't something that I can talk about a lot. So I changed that and uh, started to create uh, different kinds of books for like uh, different purposes and for uh, men, women, children. So I started with uh, different uh, log books, for example, for blood pressure, for uh, workouts, for anything like that. And uh, then quickly I realized that, hey, maybe I should uh, do like, uh, books on uh, women health like mental health physical health and I kind of uh, narrowed it down and started to do books about just that and um, yeah that's what uh, where I'm now and uh, yeah wow. so what, what does that look like with the with the mental health for the ladies in terms of the journaling so with journaling uh, first maybe I will tell you about the benefits of journaling so Uh, First of all, it's about uh, expressing your thoughts and feelings uh, in a written form. So you can do it like 100% judgment free. And uh, I think you as a poet know exactly what I'm talking about here, because uh, it's kind of like your coping mechanism with your like uh, about everything. Like uh, you can express your thoughts there and feelings and uh, I don't know, you can just cope with them better. And it's also about building self-awareness and... um, and also actually it improves, I think, your written communication and communication in general. So, uh, yeah, there are lots of benefits to it. And um, 
yeah, that's how I just uh, started to think about different uh, mental health issues that uh, women mostly experience. For example, the same anxiety. Uh, women are a lot likely to experience anxiety than men. So I just thought, hey, I'm going to create an anxiety journal because I'm also uh, dealing with uh, OCD, which is one of the forms of anxiety. And uh, that's why I can relate to that a lot. And uh, so that's why I started to think about yeah, different issues. Like now I'm uh, working on self-esteem journal because self-esteem is also, I think, one of the most researched uh, topics in uh, modern psychology. So I thought that's like very useful. And uh, most of the people that I know around actually, I think uh, have low self-esteem. You can see that in their behaviors. And uh, yeah, it's also including myself. Uh, I think before I went to the UK to study, uh, I was struggling with a very low self-esteem. Uh, I was like, always unhappy I would say almost constantly I felt sadness and uh, mm -hmm. I just felt worthless and uh, yeah I just uh, really that was a struggle for me and I just uh, when I came to the UK uh, as I said I started to uh, make my decisions uh, based on my opinion not like outside influence because I was away from my friends and family so there was no one to guide me so I just had to do that. And uh, I just realized, hey, I love this freedom. I, uh, I'm finally living the life I want. So yeah, that's how I really developed uh, or uh, grew my self-esteem. And uh, now I'm completely changed. I feel happy. I feel a lot more confident. And yeah, it's just amazing feeling. And I'm just thinking, yeah, before that, I was just miserable if you compare to uh, how I was then and now. And yeah, I think uh, journaling also for myself, it really, it's kind of like a coping mechanism with um, also everyday stress. And uh, even if you're like health, relatively healthy as a person, I think you can still keep a journal and uh, uh, it won't do anything bad for you. It will just like uh, help you develop even further. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like a, like a prehab um, practice yeah. too, right? Like you don't have to be, uh, struggling massively with anxiety or depression or whatever mm. right it's for you to sit down and write some things down it's like yes, you don't exactly. it's, it's well, also like with that therapy you don't have to go to therapy just when you're like uh, on the verge of breaking you can yeah. also like visit therapist when you're relatively healthy like uh, it won't do anything bad for you it will just like help you maybe discover yourself even more and uh mm. And I, like in general, I don't believe like that there's like someone out there who's like 100% like healthy in all of the ways. I think each of us has some kind of, uh, I don't know, either a mental health disorder or uh, some kind of uh, complexes about something. So I think it that benefits everyone in the end. Yeah, like <clears throat> I had a conversation recently maybe not so recently and they broke down like eight different avenues because obviously I've gone bridging the gap between mental and physical health right and mm -hmm. that's mainly what I could figure out with my very small blonde brain anyway um and they <laughs> broke it down into these eight don't don't mention dropping out of you I know you're gonna make I a won't. joke <laughs> no I'm fucking with you. Um, I'm holding they, it in <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker and they broke it down okay. into like these eight um, thingies right 
and they're like, you know, mental, physical health, then you've also got financial, then you've got like, and all these different avenues. And it really like blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit, like someone could be in perfect shape, okay, health-wise, not just aesthetic-wise, in perfect mm-hmm. shape, mental health-wise, great, right? And then they're struggling with their finances or they're struggling with like social issues or, or, or whatever right and you're like oh it really is this like venn diagram of everything coming together and kind of like mis- mismatching over the top and you'll probably never reach that sweet spot but for me that's that's something that's like really exciting because like we like we both agreed on like 10 minutes ago is like we're both workers right we have to be working yeah. towards something because it gives us purpose right and that really excites me because I'm like, oh, great. Because it means like I'm never done. I can just keep going. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, yeah, you always have something to, I don't know, develop, grow, strive for. Like, it's never enough. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, I feel like that's addictive. I honestly think that's one of the reasons mm. why I like the gym so much. Is because there's always going to yeah. be another kilo. There's always going to be um, a way you can move the barbell in a better form yeah. you know there's always things you can kind of tighten up mm. and i'm like great just get me in the arena i'll do my thing i'll leave yeah. you know i'll give myself a high five in the mirror and i'll go again tomorrow yeah and it's addictive, like, like you saw on my instagram as well i'm also like going to gym like i'm not like a professional like you i'm doing it like <laughs> on more like hobby level but uh, still, yeah, it's, I agree. It's very addicting. Like uh, every day I go to the gym, I'm thinking maybe I should uh, add another kilo and another kilo and it like never ends. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Like it's, and I think that's so cool. Like, I, like as a little side note, just seeing someone kind of walk into the gym because it's got nothing to do with their physical fitness. It's got nothing to do with their physical capabilities, right? I've seen, I've literally helped youth youth athletes go to the youth olympic games right obviously there's more mm-hmm. coaches that are involved in that i'm one of the snc coach i didn't coach them in their spot um right and okay that's that's fantastic great you know i love it yeah. great high five fist bump whatever but it's the um benefit they get mentally right so then they'll walk mm-hmm. into the exam of their maths gcse's and be like, actually, I'm a bad motherfucker. I got a little bit more confidence now. I'm not going to let this crush me. And at the same time, you know, it's people like yourself who's just got into the gym, right? And you could be like, first box jump, first bench press, first squat, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, physically, that's amazing, right? But yeah. it's the it's the mental spin that they've gained. And then they're going to go apply it in everyday life. And that's just that just makes me fizz yeah i think uh, also the going to the gym has improved my mental health a lot in that sense mm. that i think it's uh like the weight like when you do weight training it's like very challenging very difficult and it kind of shifts your focus from all the responsibilities you have like outside yeah. the gym and it's kind of you only focus on that weight and uh, yeah there's nothing else in your mind so it's kind of like clearing your mind i i think it's the like most relaxed i have felt like in from any physical activity. I think it's just, yeah. Fuck, I love this shit so much. I'll never tire from hearing a story like that. Like, I just, yeah, I, really. I, I think it's so cool. 
It is amazing. And uh, also, like, as you know, physical activity also uh, improves like uh, blood circulation. So I think that's why people say that like uh, after the gym, if you go do an exam or something like uh, the oxygen flows to the brain better. So, of course, like it makes sense that your thought processes improve. And yeah. Mm. So how are you finding it? How are you training? I'm training uh, usually, I would say, four times a week. I, I used to do five, but now like it's like more work to do. Mm. And yeah, now I'm trying at least four. Mm. And I'm doing hour each day. What, what, what type of stuff are you doing? Uh, Just the weights? I'm doing, I'm doing uh, weights, I would say, uh, either half of my training time or uh, the majority. And then I do like 20 minutes cardio as well. Mm. So for cardio, I do either a uh, cycle or uh, just like uh, the stairs. Mm. See, that's also a great like meditative tool, right? Like yeah. just kind of moving at a slower intensity where you can just keep on and keep it as a sustained pace, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you end up working out so many processes in your head that you didn't even think was going on. Right. Yeah. I know I definitely do, although I hold my hands up. I don't do that type of shit. I'm a weightlifter. I pick it up. I put it down. <laughs> I sit down. Yeah. That's that's my fitness. But um, definitely, like, I, I love hiking and walks and stuff like that. And um, mm-hmm. uh, if something just isn't working, right, and I'm like, ah, I'm struggling over some things or I'm not working something out or something's just not quite right, we got a trail pretty close to to where I live in Christchurch. So I literally just walk up the hills and walk around the hills and walk back down. And I'll be there a couple of hours. But because you can just kind of sustain that effort, I'm on the I'm on the route for like 10 minutes. And the next thing you know, I'm getting my phone out and I'm writing a load of notes because I'm just like, oh, I've made sense of it now. I got it. Don't worry about it. Like it, there's some yeah. there's some magic in it. Just moving your body, man. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree. Mm. so i want to learn a little bit more from the female perspective right because i'm not gonna know clearly sure ask Um, away (laughs) so female mental health we know with um Mm -hmm. dudes i'm massive on talking with fellow dudes and talking about this type of stuff and obviously we know notoriously in the past it's been something that we don't talk about whatever whatever um and like you alluded to earlier it was like ladies are more susceptible to deal with like anxiety and stuff like that um first mm-hmm. of all is there anything else that you're more susceptible to deal with so we understand right and two um why do you think that is so uh one example that pops in my mind is uh that women also struggle more with depression than men usually and uh it's also related to uh hormonal change so like we can also experience uh types of depression that you men don't for example like after giving birth or uh when uh you're in the process of menopause so those are kinds of things that like are specific for women and uh so yeah, it's completely out of your control. It's just the hormonal change and there's like nothing you can do uh, except uh, cope with it and learn to deal with it. 
so like that uh, that for at least it's like 100% in your like your control like you you cannot control the cause but you can control like if you treat it if you choose to like uh, become better person or stuff like that that that's something that it's 100% in your control mm. do you think do you think with women it's more um causes from the hormones and from dudes it's more causes from society and external pressures i think for a regular depression maybe it's similar causes like as you said the society or uh, maybe low self-esteem or some kind of pressure from your family or friends but uh yeah as i said there are also those types of uh depressions that are like uh, specific for women and they're like uh linked to hormonal change so it can be similar to men but it depends on your cause like what has caused your depression mm. Mm. yeah i'm i'm always really interested in why right that's always been something mm -hmm. that that creeps up as i was from being a little kid right i'd ask a question mm -hmm. it'd get answered and i'm like okay well why you know what why do we yeah. do what we do right because if it doesn't make any sense mm -hmm. again i get myself in trouble because if it doesn't make any sense i'm not gonna go do it i'm like i'm sorry but i'm actually completely the same i always <laughs> need things to make sense i'm like yeah. always thinking like why is that why is that if it, and if i don't have an answer like i don't know what to do with myself honestly yeah 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 and <laughs> like i'm very very aware of my own limitations right we said you you said self-awareness i think that's a superpower right like the only thing I literally live my life by the only thing I know is I know nothing. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, if this doesn't make sense in my eyes, great. All right. I'm going to ask a question. Yeah. Maybe it will make sense after that. Maybe it will make sense after the 10th question. Right. Mm -hmm. But if like, and, and again, if someone turns around and says, no, no, this is the rule because this is the rule and I made it up, then I usually have to walk out the door, shake the hand and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry, but I can't do that because that's just fucking idiotic in my eyes. But anyway, that's, but that's the, that means that that means that you have like high self-esteem and you have that self-awareness because um, some of the people will even listen to that person. They will be influenced by them. So uh, the only conclusion I can make that, yeah, everything's fine with your self-esteem. <laughs> oh, thank you. Would you say self-esteem and confidence is the same? Uh, I wouldn't say that it's the same. Uh, self-esteem is more about uh, awareness of like yourself in general, but uh, self-confidence is about more thinking about your abilities. So that mm. is a little bit different. Confidence, so, yeah, it's more about like what, what you're great at, like what's your, what are your abilities. Would you link self-esteem with uh, self-awareness? Uh, Self-confidence, you mean? No, as in like, um, uh, so your self-esteem, would it, would it go hand in hand of knowing yourself truly in, in the awareness sense? Uh, I think it does because uh, if you, for example, uh, practice journaling about self-esteem, you will become more self-aware because uh, by writing down those thoughts, you kind of dive into yourself. You uh, know like what the causes are. You learn uh, your triggers or uh, your, your pressures, like who, who is pressuring you. And 
it's kind of you learn a lot about yourself and it is what self-awareness is it's about knowing your values knowing uh, your thought process uh and uh yes i would say definitely they're 100 percent linked mm. what benefits have you gained from from journaling personally I would say personally, it's, as I said, it's, uh, you can express yourself like completely judgment free. So I would say that's uh, one of my main benefits. I like when I can write down things that what what I'm thinking and no one is going to say anything about it. It's just like, and just for me. And it's also like uh, very useful in knowing myself. I I sometimes like when I answer maybe question like uh, in a journal, like what are my core values, for example, uh, I'm going to write down those values, the first thing that pops in my mind, and maybe it's something that I didn't think of before. And yeah, you just learn yourself, basically. Do you feel lighter after doing it? I would say definitely. Mm. Definitely. Like, I, I got to do it every morning. Like, I figured it out that if I don't, I'm a little bit, I'd say hazy right like upstairs like mentally I'm a little bit hazy throughout the day and I'm like did I sleep enough yeah okay I kind of slept normal did I like work out today yeah okay I worked out I was like how's the food been food's been yeah pretty good I was like have I drank enough yet drank enough water you're like the fuck is going on you're like oh I didn't write anything this morning right and I I I have to like I've, I've figured out that if I if I don't do that um i just mentally mm. i just don't work correctly <laughs> it's like same day. as people i think it's same as people and coffee for some people like me yeah, <laughs> i need legit. coffee and yeah, like yeah. otherwise like uh, yeah i think if i don't get it then my day is not complete at all mm. and yeah many, i think it's the same with you and writing uh usually i try to limit to one but sometimes two happen so let's not talk about my numbers Okay, yeah. Okay, let's not compare then. I thought I'm drinking a lot of coffee already, but I guess not. Oh man, no, I was I long surpassed those numbers. I do remember the first time I ever had a cup of coffee though. Oh man, it felt like a superpower. Oh yeah, I remember too. I, I couldn't sleep the whole night. <laughs> Did you have it in the afternoon though? I think it it wasn't really that late. I think it was like afternoon, but like early afternoon. But still, like you you have never had caffeine before. Yeah, so yeah. Of course, you're not used to it. <laughs> you're wild. Yeah. yeah, I had it just before I uh, I went to go squat. Right, and mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> like my my heart yeah. was going crazy. I had like three hours, maybe three and a half hours in this gym, and I was like still wired. I was like, Alex, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is not good. But yeah, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, coffee's a big thing in Europe, though, isn't it? Like, it's a big cultural thing. I think it is everywhere it is, in the world. Is. But like, we we sip it mm. at like, you know, five six p.m. at night. Yeah, it it is like that. Yeah. Have you tried Turkish coffee? I did once and I hate it. Oh, I don't know. Like... I don't. I just. I just don't like the taste. Sorry, I don't know. I well, don't apologize. It's your opinion. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's thick. It's like tar. You are drinking like tarmac, but mm-hmm. it does kick you in the tonsils a little bit and um, it wakes me up. So, I mean, I'm a fan. That and a bit of Turkish Delight. Oh, yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's too strong for me. I don't know. Mm. Especially if you're only on like one occasionally two a day like don't go drinking Turkish coffee yeah have you tried Irish coffee though you mean where you put whiskey in it yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I'm I'm, I'm northern you see but you yeah, try we... it every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do my best work drunk mm. I'm joking <laughs> it's like four yeah, o'clock I in the morning that. I'm not drinking whiskey <laughs> fuck no uh sure of course not hell no um yeah so we do um so the manchester markets at christmas time you're gonna have to go mm-hmm. one yeah it's insane i think it's the second biggest um european christmas market or the second biggest Seriously? outside of like yeah 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 it, it's massive yeah um don't quote i didn't me on know that. that don't quote me right <laughs> It could be horribly wrong, but it's, I know it's fucking huge. Anyway, um, there's a stand, right? And they give you like hot chocolate in like, you know, your whole little Christmas mug. It's fantastic. There's whipped cream. There's a flake on it. There's like grated chocolate all over. You get a couple of marshmallows, Aww. different color. Fantastic. But they put Amaretto and uh, Bailey's in it. Oh, yeah. Game changer. You like, <laughs> you know, you're all snuggled up because it's cold next thing you know you nail this because you know it tastes good so then you're on a sugar high and you've also had like two shots of alcohol and it's cold right so it warms you up but you're pretty squiffy after it it's great it's a great time Mm. (laughs) Christmas is like one of those times where it's socially acceptable to be an alcoholic I agree. It's a very, very odd concept. Like you take that, you take what you do at Christmas time and you put it in any other time of the year and people would put you in rehab, right? But yeah. During Christmas, it's fine. Mm. That's, that not, not so much here because it's hot, which is really weird. Yeah. Actually, even when it's summer, like when it's hot, I don't even like to drink alcohol when it's hot. I don't know. It's just like I always go for water or something like that. Because mm, you're sensible and smart. I don't know. It's just like when it's so hot, it, it, it doesn't really, I don't know. I don't want to drink alcohol for some reason when it's I, hot. I have to admit that's what's that's one of the issues with people back home. Is as soon as it gets a little warm. Like they just sit out in the sun and they just drink so much alcohol. You're like, dude, you're yeah, already I can't do that. I don't... Yeah, it's a dumb mm. idea. It, they get sunburned, they get dehydrated, and they get absolutely wasted. And I'm like, no, man, like, <laughs> please don't do that. Especially dangerous when you're in Spain and drinking sangria. Oh. Sangria. That's dangerous because sangria, it's like very, it's very like, it's like a lemonade. You don't feel it and you just like keep drinking it. Yeah. (laughs) Not, not good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple of stories like that in Croatia, man. You know, (laughs) it's a good, it's a good time. 
especially yeah. what did we do? Uh, my favorite beer is Erpina. It's from the middle of Slovakia. It's golden. Right, mm-hmm. I took a pint of that. It's like eighty cents. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. I'm gonna go out with like five euro note and get about six pints from it. Like that's insane. Yeah, in Eastern Europe, it's really cheap. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. I, I, I would love say, it. especially alcohol. Like we we have like uh, I think huge choice of alcohol in comparison to England. It's really nice. Yeah, and what I've noticed is this is going to sound really oxymoronic, but the alcohol is better for you in the sense of because you're buying the alcohol back home in the UK, they like water it down and it's mixed with all types of bollocks. Like you go and buy a pint mm. in Eastern Europe and you get a pint of beer or you get, yeah, you know, you get the fucking, the, the real stuff. You go back home, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, mixed with all types of stuff because they want to like elongate out the the product right and increase the profit margin and all that type of nonsense and i always find mm. i get i don't get as hungover because you yeah. you know you're drinking the real stuff mm-hmm. i agree i could just be t- chatting out my ass but that's usually the case anyway yeah so i want to bring it back to what Sorry, what are you saying? Uh, I think we were talking about like morning routines or something before. Oh, yeah, I think routine? we were talking. I, I think we were talking about like morning routines. You said that like you cannot like go the whole day without writing in the morning. And uh, mm. yeah, I just wanted to say like that uh, I also now worked on a morning routine journal. I have like uh, put it for publishing. So I think it should be published like in tomorrow or day after. And oh, wow. uh, while I was doing that journal, I was just thinking like, your whole day depends on how you do in the morning. Like, what do you do in the morning? And like, that's how the rest of your day goes. It basically determines everything that happens after that. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like I'm definitely a creature of habit. I definitely Mm -hmm. need to, you know, the majority of my week needs to look at the, in the mornings anyway, needs to look pretty, pretty similar. I need to get up when it looks like that outside. You know, the sun's not up because it's kind of my time to set myself. Um, So I feel that 110%. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, because I see a lot of people, right? Like coaching, you see fucking, I don't know how many people, a lot of people, just different people as well. And you you get to learn them, right? What would you say for nighttime people? Uh, Like? Uh, their routine yeah would you say like have a routine just before you go to bed and just like reverse it i don't know i (laughs) I would say it's your choice like everything in life is your choice like it doesn't matter to me like what they do like if it works for them then sure (laughs) like uh, it also like really depends on what your goals in life are like for example if you're not like a go-getter or hard worker then maybe yeah like night for night people it's good enough so it really depends on you as a person what your aspirations are and uh really like no one can tell anyone what to do. And uh, mm. I think that's perfectly fine if you're like, if you have a different approach. And mm. it's just, that's my opinion. 
yeah it's like the law of individuality right like just figuring out what works for you Mm-hmm. going with it you know being open to have conversations with other people because that might be able to benefit them and benefit yourself um but at the same Yeah. time like i don't know if i'm getting this right self-esteem or self-confidence which one either or you're probably going to tell me and slap me back into place to be like hey that's not gonna that's not gonna work for me or that isn't working for me i'm gonna slightly adapt to meander on down the fucking river
um, I've got to be going towards something. I've realized that if I obtain a goal, it doesn't do anything for me. Like, I just don't really give a shit. I've got to be like working towards a goal. You know what I mean? Like, um, it, yeah. that's kind of a strange thing, but I figured it out. That's kind of just how my brain ticks. So, so you like the journey more than actually obtaining the goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, say for example, uh, I had a goal and I knew nothing else was at the end of that. I would probably self sabotage myself. Um, mm -hmm. So I never achieved said goal. But if I did, I feel like worthless, right? I'm like, what? What now? What do I do now? I think that's the very similar thing like we talked about, like uh, working, that we have purpose in life. It's like you finish that goal and then it's like, yeah, now what? Like, what should I do? Like, mm. well, it's I, like I, you don't have a purpose again. <laughs> I also know that's going to change, right? Because the only constant in life is change, right? So we always adapt mm -hmm. and flow. And because right now, that's what will get me out of bed. That's what will make me do some things. I've got to be going for for something in the future whether that's tomorrow or whether that's 90 years from now like who knows it's not for me to know but I, I do know that will change um like I like disappearing right in the sense of like like Sundays I always say don't talk to me because like mm -hmm. I'm usually in the hills or on the beach I'm usually in the beach um or I could go wherever and I'll just disappear and I'll kind of like ground myself do a lot of writing and I like to go to places where people don't know my face right mm -hmm. and um I know that will come again you know I go on these trips where I literally just disappear and don't no one knows where I am who I am where I'm going I don't know where I'm yeah. going and the next thing you know I'll come back or I'll pop up somewhere else um so I do know that's going to change and I think again that's another reason why, how I keep going yeah okay i'll keep going with this because this is how i feel right now and i know mm -hmm. that's not going to be forever potentially it could be of right? course so yeah it's a it's a weird one there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to it yeah of course life is constantly changing like now when the covid pandemic started it yeah, yeah. changed i think everyone's routines and basically everything for us so how do you how do you keep yourself stable this is a really personal uh, question and you don't have to answer anything, right? If, if you didn't want to fucking say anything, tell me to piss off. We're all good. We continue. Is it in terms of mental health? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do I keep myself? I, I, I don't know, because in general, I'm very like mentally stable person. I, I don't know. I'm very calm and it's like by nature, I'm like that. And it's, I don't have like a lot of things that stress me out or yeah, it's just who I am. I'm like very uh, calm and ground person in general. So it, it hasn't really like impacted me a lot, like some kind of instability or something. Mm. So yeah, I cannot really answer that question. Uh, that's who you are, man. You know, like own who you are. That's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like always chilling, worrying about nothing, and yeah. How do you think? You know, like I wish I could worry yeah, exactly. about exactly. Like, of 
course, uh, building like business or anything like that is a little bit worrying, but I think uh, most of it maybe is uh, not setting expectations. Ex expectations is like, I think a very unhealthy thing to do. Mm. Uh, it's like, it's putting pressure on us. So maybe that's part of it. Like that I, like now I started this uh, book business as well and I just haven't set any expectations. I'm not like, oh yeah, I want to sell uh, this amount of books like in a week or two weeks. I'm just like, uh, I publish a book and then I'm not worrying it's, if it's gonna sell or not. I'm just uh, putting it out there and just like uh, moving on, working on the next one. and. So yeah, to answer your question, I think it's more about not setting expectations. So you're not ex uh, like setting uh, pressure on you and stress. Mm. That's a really important tool. And I mm. think that's really commendable. And I also relate to it really heavily um, in the sense of, yeah. hey, I'm going to do this. It's done. Okay, but that's done. Right now, yeah. now what's next? What, what are we going to do next then? Okay let's get working on this you just move on yeah you do one thing and you just move on and not expect anything to happen mm. yeah i think a lot of people can take something from that mm. because i mean expectations are also different than goals like goal goal it's not like uh you're expecting it to happen you just set it and in case something doesn't work out you don't stress about it like you don't expect to accomplish this goal you just set it and like strive towards it i would say but like yeah expectations are the un unhealthy thing i think mm. what do you think most people trip in a sense of self-sabotage for their own mental health do you think it is down to that expectation or do you think there's another another thing in the mix? I think it's two things. It's setting expectations at all or even high expectations. And second of all, it's, I think, comparing yourself to others but Ooh, in different sense. Yeah. yeah, comparison. Like, uh, I think now it's especially uh, common because of social media. And it kind of makes us compare us, ourselves to other people. And it's, 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 I think it really damages your mental health and your self-esteem. And like you see on social media that there are people like uh, showing off how they live in luxury or something like that. And you want it for yourself. And then just you just start to like compare, oh yeah, I'm not doing good enough or something like that. So yeah, it's, it's really unhealthy to compare yourself to other people. So I co this is a really important point because um, I coach a lot of ladies, right? And mm -hmm. a lot of them over, I want to say six months, have come to me recently and been like, Alex, I really struggle with comparison. Like, mm -hmm. I'm always looking at this girl, that girl, that woman, comparing. And I'm like, there's a trend here now because for the past six months, like, a lot of them will come to me and be like, oh, I struggle with this. But I'm like, no. why, why do you think it's women more than dudes that struggle with comparison? To be honest, I really don't know answer to this question. I, I, I really cannot tell you. I just thought it's everyone in general, but maybe it is women. Mm. I don't know. It's a, it's a real funny one, right? 
I don't know, my only advice is don't look like I do. I go to the gym, I put on my headphones and I'm not looking at anyone. I'm just like into my workout. I'm just looking at my uh, barbell or uh, I don't know, cardio machine or whatever I'm doing. And I'm just like, I'm just not looking around <laughs> at mm. other people. So that really helps. It's like, I'm just like really into myself. I think it's a real shame when people... Um trip up and fall in this cycle of oh this person's doing that this person's doing that mm. i'm not good enough right because yeah if people understood truly understood their like unique abilities and who the fuck they are right like someone mm. walking around with some passion in their eyes about anything it can be like writing planners it can be coaching it can be buddy pokemon cards yeah like it can be making mushy peas it doesn't matter Make whatever you want, right? Do whatever you want. But someone like living with that passion and that, again, I'm going to get this wrong, confidence or self-esteem or both, right? That, to me, is the most beautiful thing on the planet. You're like, mm -hmm. fuck, that is, that's amazing. Right there, that's amazing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I agree. Like I said, I don't have the answers. I just got a lot of whys, a lot of questions. And I'm like, I don't know why we do this. I don't know if it's been like a generational slowly ticking towards and then we got to this stage. But I just really, really hope that, especially like young people, right, because they're really impressionable, they understand mm -hmm. that, hey, you might not be good at school. You might be a great painter, right? Hey, you yeah. might not be good in sport you might be someone who actually discovers something in a lab right you might mm -hmm. be a great business person or you might just be a fucking great dad right yeah you know i think there's always something in in every individual and mm -hmm. i really fucking hope people can start to understand that be like oh actually yeah. i'm a bad motherfucker at cooking roast potatoes i might want to be a chef right and mm -hmm. just something simple you don't have to do the set routes like you like you mentioned before of like hey you got to go to uni then you get a drug graduate job and then you do this and then you do this and you're like wait hold on a minute i've had no choice in this right i've yeah. had to just follow your path i was like nah just do whatever you want to do so yeah it's like the in, in psychology there's that term herd instinct like you just want to do what's like what, like what's common in society like what's accepted in society and i think it's like our nature to try to fit in and uh i don't know just not stand out and hmm. it's actually a shame because like when you go to a job interview for example like people will hire you because you're different because you stand out not because you're like everyone so it's kind yeah. of a sign that you should try to stand out and if someone says something then fuck it <laughs> yes fuck them like you know like like now like if, if someone's listening to this podcast and thinking oh i don't like Evelyn or something like okay i don't oh, care 
okay, great. I don't have to talk to you. Go talk to people who like you or you like. Like, <laughs> what does it do to me? Nothing. Yeah, this this is the thing, right? Like, people always think they need somebody else's approval, and it's like, oh, hey, like I think this is a good yeah. idea. What do you think? Or what do you think of this? I was like, no. What do you think of this? I was like, mm. well, I'd love to do it. I was like, great, go do it. Yeah, why do you exactly. why do you need why do you need me to say it? And I think I think you like human beings are really smart, but we're also really dumb in the sense of we probably need to dig ourselves this hole to then bounce out of it. In a sense of mm-hmm. you probably need to fall into this trap to understand it's a trap and be like, oh yeah, I don't actually need validation. Like, oh, I can make a decision and run with it. And if I fuck up, great. I've learned from it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I'm the biggest fuck up on the planet, you know, like, but Hey, I'm on the other side of the world. I'm talking to some crazy ass people, including yourself. And I'm like, we're, we're, we're going with it. We're rolling with it. You know, like you've, I think that that expectation is a brilliant point, you know, having no expectation on success of the outcome. They put fucking focus on the effort, focus on the input whatever the output is that's set in stone, that's going to happen. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to change the weather. That's just going to fucking come and go, you know, rain or shine. Yeah. It's going to be there. You just continue on the effort and the effort is what's going to get you places. Mm, exactly. I think that's what I learned in uh, recent years that like, I used to be a person who likes to plan everything and like in advance and like plan every single detail of my life. And then, I don't know, I, I went to the UK and I just, I don't know, I learned to be more like flexible and just like not to worry about planning your life. Like, it doesn't matter if where I am in like one year, if I'm still on the other side of the world or something, it's all great. It's like experiences and it's just, yeah, you don't have to put pressure on yourself and plan your life. And Yeah, and that growth is fucking so cool to see mm-hmm. and this they're like you've been this person and now you're this person you've been here now you're here and you've like just kind of meandered on through and it's been up and down you're like wow that's really cool you know we're all yeah now when you think back it's just amazing to see yeah fuck yeah i think the difference i think we're all different day to day i think we're literally a different person every day not in the terms of like bipolar mm-hmm. and tomorrow I'm going to be like Alexina or some shit, right? No, I'm still going to be, mm-hmm. you're still going to call me the same thing. But I think we're going to like slightly change and learn and grow. And some, some parts yeah. of us is going to die every day, right? We don't notice it. Mm-hmm. We live in ourselves all the time, so on and so forth. But then a That's year the thing, two- life is uncertain. You don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> That's it. So focus on the input, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. And get your journal. Shameless plug. <laughs> you can. I mean, they are a little bit girly, but sure, you can get them. <laughs> uh, you know, like, what, what's what's girly? Is it just got, like, pink or something like that? It don't matter. Flowers. Oh, <laughs> pink flowers. Yeah, that's... I can have flowers. I mean, of course, it's up to you. Yeah, sure. I love me some flowers, man, you know? Great. <laughs> Sometimes you got to buy yourself some flowers. <laughs> like, not, that's a point. 
I'm going off on a tangent. And if I jump down a rabbit hole, you can grab me by the neck and pull me out. But no one buys themselves flowers. Yeah. Like no everyone's one. like, oh, I've I got to like give it to this person. Oh, I got to like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm all about it. And I think people should give each other flowers like yeah, all the time. But no one gets themselves flowers. Actually, you have inspired me now to get myself flowers. Hey. Like, I, I never have done that in my life. I never even thought about that. Well, it's, you know, I guess it's self-love. I guess it's, uh, you could go deeper of yeah. like reaffirming that you don't need anyone. I think a want is more powerful than a need, right? I think two independent people come together in whatever format, whether it's a friendship, a relationship, a business partnership, as two strangers, whatever. I think that is a stronger connection than like this whole mythical thing of like, oh, they complete me. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like your whole, their whole, (laughs) right? They're a whole human being. You're a whole human being. You both have like positives and negatives, light and dark, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. It's like, you don't just make this one thing. It's like that, that is within everybody. Um, Mm Mm-hmm that's me going down like a philosophy tangent that's where my head goes but yeah you mentioned the interesting point i also am a believer that in a relationship people should be like individuals i i Mm. don't like this uh concept on depending on each other and of course maybe you have to depend to some extent but uh i think in some relationship it just gets unhealthy like how much you try to depend on other person for like emotional support for self-esteem and I don't know. It's, you have to be your own person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, and I think, um, <clears throat> I think it's like communicated dependency, right? In the sense of, hey, um, we, you know, you get to know each other, whatever, and you're like, oh, your strength is this, my strength is this. Okay, cool. So for this, like, household or family or whatever you want to call it you're probably going to take up more weight on this side. I'm going to take up more weight on this side. Makes more sense. You're like, mm-hmm. great. Cause you're going to communicate that rather than like, Oh no, why didn't you fucking do this? I was like, well, are yeah. you not like a grown ass adult? Can you not fucking do it yourself? Like, <laughs> you know, what's your own goddamn yeah. dishes? That's more exactly. of a specific um, example. We're not going to go into that. We all have stories, but we don't need it. We don't need to know. Mm. I got three questions. Shoot. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Oh, I have to think about that. <laughs> hmm. It may take a while, though. Uh, you... Maybe you can ask another question while I'm thinking. Oh, multitasking. Nice. Number two is... um. What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? Oh, <laughs> those are questions where you really have to think about because you, your life has been like so long and like, worst advice. Hmm. I think worst advice has been uh, not to get help. Like when I was in the UK the first year or the second year, I think, 
I was, uh, as I said, I was struggling with low self-esteem and I was like considering uh, going to maybe therapy to kind of uh, grow it and uh, just like better myself. And I was in a relationship and uh, my ex-boyfriend just like, I uh, told him about these feelings I have that like, uh, I want to go see a therapist, like, uh, uh, and uh, he just told me like, no, you don't need therapy, you're fine. and. It, it, I think it was one of the worst things that could have happened. It's like, yeah, basically someone tells you not to get any help and just like basically be on your own. And I don't know. Oh man, I'm sorry you have to do that, man. So I would say that's definitely like the worst one that pops in my head. Yeah, the like invalidating someone's feelings like yeah infuriates the fuck out of me right because you're like mm. first of all feelings are completely individualized and sometimes exactly. it's subjective yeah it's subjective and sometimes they're irrational right but just because they're mm. irrational they might be instant and they might go away within five minutes like doesn't mean it's not there doesn't mean this individual is not experiencing that for, for five minutes mm-hmm. or five years right it could be a chronic thing you're like you're you have insufficient evidence to shoot down this this person and how they feel because you don't feel it that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense you're guessing right and it's kind of yeah i honestly think this, this is getting real deep, but I think every problem in the world comes from a broken boy, right? Because I think um, the male mind is really irrational and it goes like one or two ways and it goes polarized, right? It goes really extreme. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, from experience, personal witnessing, you kind of do research in a sense that you just read a lot and talk to people, right? you kind of see that the the lad the indiv- the male throws it out onto someone else whether that's intentional mm-hmm. and you get the really fucking evil bastards that will intentionally do it or the majority yeah. of the case in my opinion where that is subconscious and they kind of just somehow cause other people to feel this this pain that they're feeling I hate Maybe, it. Yeah. I hate it. I'm like, dude, that lady, that that man, that old lady, whatever, didn't deserve that. Just mm-hmm. because your lack of ability to understand yourself, to sit with your own self, and to let it go. You know, you didn't deserve that. She didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve that. I was like, don't just throw it to someone else now. Like, if you're able to bottle that up, sit with it, understand it, digest it, mm-hmm. and just drop it, let it go. Don't throw it to someone else now. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how a person can even, like, give this advice to, like, basically struggle on your own, not get any help. Like, how can you even do that? Like, um, Because he would have heard it when he's a kid. Mm, yeah maybe like the upbringing i guess it's like yeah i think upbringing is like uh the main factor in a lot of like our issues in general 
because like our parents have taught us something and then we kind of pass it on and see this is where like i would have faith in a sense of um i think us as individuals as a collective of young people need to come together right because we grew up in the same time we understand each other a little bit more um and you're like why don't we just fucking work together rather than like mm-hmm. working against each other like, yeah it makes a lot more sense exactly but hey uh, some people are just wankers <laughs> exactly well said <laughs> yeah i mean that's just the way it is like i say if you're a cunt i'm gonna call you it like if you don't like the word don't act like it i'm sorry it's the way it is mm. what's three words i mean you- if a person cares that oh sorry no no no, no you crack on I'm just thinking, like, if a person cares what you think, then that means that you, they have low self-esteem. That's it. Nice. Like, if, if you have, like, everything's okay with your self-esteem, then you don't care how other people call you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a strange one. But I just, again, I hope that we stop. We stop throwing our own bullshit onto someone else. Right? Mm-hmm. I, don't get me wrong. I don't think we should stop talking. I don't think that's the case. Um, but to get yourself in a position where it's like, okay, I feel like I need to communicate this. You're like, I feel X, Y, Z. Sometimes yeah. because I don't know or because of ABC, right? This is my thing. I'm going to go take myself out of that situation. So then you don't experience it. I'll be fine in like half an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. grab yourself a cup of tea, watch your fucking Simpsons episode and I'll be back in half an hour, right? But instead it's like, nah, fuck off, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. Next thing you know, it's a massive argument. You're like, have Mm -hmm. we really, like we've been around for what, 10,000 years more than? How have we not fucking evolved? (laughs) Good question. Well, we definitely evolved a lot, but not... There's more to be done, you know. Not as much as we should have, I guess. No. Like we we're trying to put we put fucking people on the moon. We're trying to put people on fucking Mars and we can't communicate properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've got like it's mad. This, this binary coding ones and zeros, which I don't I don't understand at all. This isn't like that goes over my head, makes me feel super blonde. Um well, then we can't even communicate with each other correctly. You're like, what is going on, man? Just tell them the truth. If you don't like it, great. They can go fuck themselves, right? And you're just going to keep on walking with your high self-esteem because you've been writing in your journal. Yeah. <laughs> well said, exactly. <laughs> um, the, the last question is three words you tell your younger self. Three, three words? Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, the same self-love, personal growth, and confidence. Mm. I would mm. say confidence is the main one. Like I, uh, I was really struggling with that before. Like when I was younger, and I don't know. In general, like I had the social anxiety. I was just always, I had always fear of like embarrassment or humiliation or something. I, I was very shy. I didn't want to like express my opinion because I thought maybe other people would laugh or something. And yeah, so I guess confidence is the main one. 
Well, you, you you left home to study in the UK to now open your own business and carve your own path and gone through all that fucking growth. You do realize how fucking badass that is. Like that, I guess so. I guess I do realize, yeah. Like that that's a that's when a I think, bad motherfucker. Uh, you're not getting yeah, you're not getting but, taken but down. When I think about that. it too. Yeah, when I think about it, I'm also thinking like, wow, it's actually impressive. Like, how did I get here? Good. Like, people people need to big themselves up a little bit more. Like confidence, mm-hmm. yes. They, people get confidence and arrogance mixed up, right? And I think they're quite far yeah. apart. Like, because they're... They are. They got different intentions, right? Mm-hmm. And you, people need a fucking big themselves up a bit more like in a terms of this is why i like the gym because things are instantaneous you make the you make the lift or you don't mm-hmm. oh, great you know that's the way it is and we're quite yeah. uh uh we're physical beings right mm-hmm. so if you can see it if you can touch it if we can move it around we kind of understand it a little bit more right on the on the vast majority of scale so I'm like, okay, cool. Pick that fucking barrel. Oh, but uh, I was like, I don't give a shit. Pick the fucking barrel. Okay, they pick it up. Great. Put some weight on it now. Stop fucking around. You're like, what do you mean? Like, no, no, no. All right. Load the bar. Think about this. Okay, thinking about this. And they go over, they pick it up. And you big them up, right? And the next thing you know, they're skipping into the gym. They're cracking jokes with people they've never even met before. There's a massive smile on their face. And you're just like, you know, have some fucking confidence in your ability, man. Don't do things that are stupid, right? Don't be like, I'm yeah. going to load 300 kilos onto the bar and try and deadlift it. I was like, it's probably not the wisest of ideas, you know, <laughs> considering you deadlift like 60. <laughs> it's not exactly. the way. It's not clever. Um, but that confidence, man, like, I've, I wrote something, I wrote something maybe midway through last year it was I, I wish people could see themselves through my eyes maybe then they'll have a little bit more confidence mm-hmm. um I, I believe it to be true you know like there's some people you're like oh you're, you're a dickhead no problem there's people like that yeah. and i think there's a lot of people i think me like that great whatever but I'm like, you do realize you came from home, you went to the UK, you did this, you did that. Now you're going again, you get up every day and be like, nah, I'm going, I'm, I'm doing things. You're like, just that process, fuck the output, fuck the output of what happens, the, the, the product at the end, that doesn't matter. Just like someone like mm-hmm. getting in the arena, throwing punches, going to bed, setting themselves, going again, like, that's so fucking badass. Yeah, I agree. Like, Definitely. I'll stop talking to people when that stops firing me up and I'm ready to like punch through a wall right now and it's fucking five o'clock in the morning. Maybe <laughs> that shows like I'm deranged. Maybe, yeah, probably. I'm crazy. But like it's mm. just seeing someone with a little bit of confidence, a bit of a skip in a step, doing a thing, you know, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. 
I'm really glad that I got to this point. Like I, I wish I was like this earlier, but at the same time, it was a journey and I learned a lot of, from it. So that's also good, actually learning from your mistakes. And I think that's what makes us grow that we actually make those mistakes. And yeah, you needed to go through it. You know, you had a journey, exactly. you wanted to skip a couple steps and I don't know what you believe. Are you religious or universe or anything? Not really. Not really. Mm. Like, neither, neither am I. I'm quite spiritual. Not in a sense of I'm going to sit yeah. around a load of candles and rub some crystals, right? I mean, if that's your thing, do your thing. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying that's the wrong thing to do. Just do whatever you want. Um, yeah. But I'm, I definitely, I think there's, there's got to be something beyond us. Right. I don't think a big man in the sky, mm-hmm. I don't think a devil b- below or any of that bullshit. That's bullshit in my eyes. Not Again, if you're religious, do your thing. Um, again, your own opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to be careful, man, you know, because I say things how it is and mm. people get their fucking knickers in a twist, but fuck them. <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do. I do think in... Uh, I do believe in like the quote unquote universe or a little bit of like spirituality. That's definitely where I would, uh, I would place my chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, I think if you try and skip a couple steps, everything goes wrong. Right. Or if you try and go down the wrong path for you, usually you you meet barrier after barrier after barrier and after barrier. And I don't think that is an excuse to not persevere. Right. Because I'm a, Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer of like, I believe in my two hands. Like that's it. Like I trust my fucking two hands. I've done every job under the sun. I will continue to just fucking work. Um, But at the same time, if I've exhausted every Avenue, I don't, beat myself up in the sense of Alex you didn't make this happen I say okay this wasn't meant to happen mm-hmm. move on yeah and, it's um, like as we talked about before like it's not setting expectations basically mm. Mm. yeah and you needed to go through that you know there was some things that you needed to learn that was going to aid you now there's some things now that you'll need to learn that's going to aid you in the future and um maybe you need to teach someone what you learn i don't know yeah that's why i'm thinking about those people who sometimes tell me that they are afraid to make mistakes i'm just thinking like but how are you going to learn like you won't develop like you will just stay where you are and you won't like go further and Mm. i i think yeah even though it's harsh lessons sometimes i think you still have to like go through them you have to fail you have to make mistakes you have to go through a heartbreak or something like that it just it's it's a great lesson for life i think Mm. yeah i agree and stagnation freaks me the fuck out Mm -hmm. like just never learning anything staying where you are doing the same same like that creeps me out man like i can't do it that will happen if you don't like fail if you don't make mistakes you're just staying put where you are and 
I I read or I just listened to or some sort of fucking quote the other day where it was like, um, your salary is the lie they tell you to forget your dreams. That's interesting. Mm. And it really kicked me in the stomach. I was like, oh, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely the, you know, having your own path in a sense of the private sector where I grew up um, and like self-employed and all that type of stuff where I grew up is is not encouraged. Like you either yeah. manual labor, you work with your hands or you go get a nine to five, somehow you get a nine to five or you work in a fucking shop for minimum wage. Like that's mm-hmm. it. You're never going to go out on your own. You're not clever enough. You don't, you never taught this. You don't have any role models out like that. Like it's, you know, it's the working yeah. class of Manchester, right? Um, and it's a, uh, it's a real funny one. Cause you're like, Oh, so I'm supposed to line someone else's pockets. So they get to, do what they want and teach their kids so their kids get to do what they want but i'm doing what you want me to do so then my kids do what your kids want them to do and i'm like that doesn't doesn't make Mm. sense yeah it's again the like traditional model of life that they teach us like you have to follow this one path and there's Mm. basically not a lot of choice there's always a choice right yeah Mm. that might be yeah, an exactly. easier or a harder it's like, one yeah sorry no 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 I was just going to say there might be an easier or harder one but there's always going to be a choice yeah exactly now I'm just thinking like uh, sometimes how uh, families pressure their daughters for example to have babies like some at some point of their lives yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's it's like there are women who don't want children and it's fine too like I mean, uh, at, like I'm now thinking I want to maybe have children in the future, but like nothing devastating will happen if I don't have them. It's like you don't have to like do it because other people ask, expect that, that it's like perfect life or something. I think, I think people cast their own judgments on other people because <clears throat> if it works out, they'd get all the credit. But if it doesn't, mm-hmm. they have no risk right yeah that's mm. actually a good point they they could like say yeah i i did that i told them to do it and yeah it's like, nah, man they'll do whatever you want if you want to go work in a bakery right go work in a fucking bakery you want to be a bin man great if you want to have fucking 15 kids have 15 kids you don't want any don't have any like and i also mm. think having zero expectations on other people right yeah that's what i wrote on uh, my blog post about uh like why do we seek other people's approval uh i wrote about how uh like if it doesn't uh, impact other people negatively then it's like fine everything you do is fine as long as you don't impact other people in any way but like if you make like a your own decision about your professional life how is it going to impact other people like no mm. like there will be no impact like in any way like as long as you're not harming other people, I think all of your decisions are fine. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like, 
I'm, I'm just thinking like, for example, if I made some kind of choice to like get a job at maybe a certain company that, for example, my parents didn't approve of, but like, how does it impact them in no way? Like, parents is a big one, right? Like, like a lot of people do things because their parents want them to do it. Mm. And I guess, um, I guess I've been lucky in a sense of my parents have always been like best mates, right? So as mm-hmm. you would bounce off a best mate, you'd be like, hey, I kind of got this idea. And they'd be like, all right, give it a go. And that's about it, right? That's actually very cool. That's very cool because I don't think like a lot of people have parents like that. Yeah, it's it's been quite weird. Like I didn't really pay much attention to other people like of the I knew about parental pressure and all that type of shit, right? Mm. Um, but it's it's very apparent being here, people do like this set path, they get married real young, they get a house real young, right? Um, because that's what has been passed to them by the parents, which is what they need to do. And I don't know whether it is environmental circumstances. I don't know whether it helped because my parents, I never remember them being together. So they were always separate. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's just like randomly their parental, like that's how they raised me or whatever. I don't know, but it's always been like, oh, you want to do something? If you fuck up, it's on you. Figure it out. Um. I'm here if you want to shoot some ideas at you. I'm probably going to shoot them down. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're going to be, like, the worst critics. But also, they're like, hey, if I say it's a bad idea and you still want to go do it, I'm going to support you to do it. And, um, yeah, I think that's the way it should be, you know? Like, like It is, I think, the healthiest thinking. Yeah, I think it's, the like, the most healthy thinking. Mm, just like your that, best like, friend. That, like, it's up right? to... Yeah, it's up to you, like, if you fail or if you succeed, like, it doesn't impact them in any way, like, you're a grown man, like. Mm. Yeah, like, like, I say I got two brothers, right? They're not actually related. They're just my best friends, but Mm. they're family to me. And if I ever gave them an idea, right, I'd be like, hey, like, I want to, I got this idea. And I'll just kind of roll with it. I don't know why I have all types of fucking ideas. Some of them are, most of them are absolutely dog shit. Some of them are pretty good. And they're like, ah, man, that's probably a really bad idea. I was like, why? Mm. Because you've probably not thought this through. And because of this, this, and And they're a lot smarter than me anyway. Like, I'm okay. And then they always say, however, if you're going to go do this, and shit hits the fan, you can live on my couch. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Amazing. Thank you. Like, I'll, I'll figure this out, you know. If I do it and shit really hits the fan, I can go live on the couch. If, um, if I do it and it works off, they're going to get a slice of the pie. I always say if, if mm-hmm. I start something and it gets really, or even if it doesn't get, like, quote-unquote, really successful, if I start something they're always going to get a percentage of what I do because they're family. And that's what you should do, in my opinion. Mm, exactly. Yeah, but I, I think that's the tricky thing with taking someone's advice. Like, 
I think you should like get external maybe opinions about things to make like informed decision because maybe other people have different experiences that you don't have. But at the same time, I think lots of people take advice as like, I don't know, they are get influenced by it and they just like try to please that person. So they're just listening to these like uh, advices from other people and they're just trying to do things like that so they could please everybody who gave them that advice and that's not healthy it's again the low self-esteem and trying to get someone's approval so yeah you have to be really careful about uh, getting an advice like you should use it but like not not in a way that you try to like please that person and do what they said mm. and perception is reality right and mm-hmm. we could bat off ideas at each other and i have a really good idea in my eyes and be like what do you think of this and in your eyes, in your experience, and what you see, you're probably going to be like, Alex, it's fucking harsh shit. Don't do that. And yeah. instead of being like, oh, fuck you, Boa, you're not supporting me or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. You're seeing it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to one, take take that. Be like, okay, appreciate that. I thank you for your yeah. opinion. Second of all, I was mm-hmm. like, can I take something out of this? Is this valid? Has mm-hmm. this changed my opinion or whatever? I'm like, if, if it's no, okay, great. I'm going to leave it where it is. Like, I'm going to keep it on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate it's there. I'm going to come back and revisit it if I want to, like, reevaluate, like, this whole situation. But I'm going to go do my thing anyway. Right? Or you could be like, exactly. oh, that's a really good point. Actually, I didn't think of it that way. Thank you. And you miss a pothole yeah. and don't fuck yourself over. I think it's similar as doing a research, basically, like this is the same situation. You're gathering information and then you're like coming to your own conclusions in the end. Mm. That's how I can compare these things the best. Yeah, if people get somewhat close to me, you're probably going to end up getting random messages. I'm just like, hey, what do you think of this idea? And they're like, oh, Alex, not this again. Like, come on, like, no, stop trying to make sweet companies or some shit i don't know like there's mm. just something right oh what do you think of this and a lot of it's charity events as well like i do some wacky charity events sometimes and i'm like oh what do you mm-hmm. think i'll walk home this was the last one i'm not doing it by the way okay i'm putting it out there i'm mm-hmm. not doing it i was like i'll walk home what do you mean walk home from where new zealand they're like alex that's not a good idea it's gonna take you like four years it will take four years. But... <laughs> you know, you just got to come up with ideas. Exactly. Do you know the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? All right, that question again. <laughs> ah, the greatest piece of advice. Hmm. It's actually a difficult one. Hmm. I really cannot answer this question. I have to think about it a lot. That's okay. Like you take, yeah, you take as long as you want. Like send me a message whenever you, uh, whenever you thought about it. I'm just really intrigued. I like to hear people's perceptions on things. Great. You know, I'm just intrigued. That's all. Then I guess I will send you a message because it will take me a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Yeah, take as long as you need. Um, Mm -hmm. These are usually questions that I ask myself a lot lot of the time. 
you know mm-hmm. um and like i said the only thing i know is i know nothing and there might have been a lot of conversations that i have with myself and other people and a lot of experiences i've been in a lot of countries now and lived a lot of places and done a lot of things but it's like okay great but this person has done a lot more things that you've not done right and if ultimately all i want to do is help people in whatever way um if that's the case then you might know something that i need to learn to help someone mm-hmm. it's the messenger right or the servant or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it um mm-hmm. yeah, and i'm just interested interested in people's opinions i think uh the content of what people answer in terms of questions um takes a you get a little dip into their reality and i think that's a really beautiful thing mm-hmm. well everyone has their own thought process so mm. i think we interpret the, the information differently and yeah it's interesting Yeah, fuck yeah. People are interesting. Mm. Yeah, they are very, very yeah. interesting people. I really, really fucking appreciate your time. No problem at all. Thank you so much. And um when where can people like find find your stuff? So uh my website is called gorgeousyoulife.com. So that's basically where I put my books and uh, where my blog is. So my blog is more about writing about the issues I'm creating my books for. So maybe that you will find that educational. Yeah. Gorgeousyoulife.com. Gorgeousyoulife.com, yes. Perfect. Thank that's you great. so much. Thank you for having me here. Right. I had a great conversation. Oh, thank you. If you ever find yourself in uh, you know, the bottom right-hand corner of the world not doing anything, we'll go grab a coffee. Um, I would actually love to go to your side of the world. So when I do, I'll message you. <laughs> well, there you go. You got a friend on the other side of the world, you know. That's the beautiful thing about networking. Like, It's it's amazing. You just meet people and you you just, I don't know, it's just great. Yeah, you meet a lot of people. And you get like different perspectives get new friends and you, you know what i love i love culture i love yeah, meeting people from different places i think it's fucking insane i'm like oh my god mm. what's that like you know what yeah. like i'm 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 collecting um you know how you like get a beer or a drink or a coffee or whatever and you say cheers or they do back home right cheers blah blah, blah mm-hmm. and then they but smash the table and then they drink it right I'm collecting all the little sayings from all the different languages. Oh, that's interesting. I just, I yeah. don't know. I started fucking many years ago. Like I went over to um, <laughs> Denmark to see, a, to see a mate of mine. And mm-hmm. I think the first night we ended up going to a pub and like in the middle island too. So it's like rural Denmark. I basically look Danish. So everyone was talking Danish to me. I was like, no, 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 please, please, yeah. English, English. Like, I have no idea what you're saying to me. Um, And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, what do you say? And yeah, obviously they say skull. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So everywhere I go, I'm like, what do you say? Like, I want to say it in your language, not mine. Like, 
Like I appreciate mm-hmm. everyone speaking English, great, but I need to learn your language too. Like it's it's not yeah. this is a two way street, not a one way street. Um, mm. Yeah. So, what do you? As a non English speaking person, I really appreciate it because I think most uh, people whose native language is English, they are not even bothered to speak uh, another language. So. Yeah, don't get me started, man. Like so, that's why I really appreciate you trying. You trying. <laughs> well, like I said, I was gonna go live in Slovakia. I was learning Slovak. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I, I thought the language was pretty cool. It was completely different, obviously, because it's Slavic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" If I'm gonna go live in this country, they're not speaking my language. I'm speaking theirs. You know, that's just mm-hmm. a given. You know, if I went to go live in Spain, I'd have to learn Spanish. So why wouldn't I learn fucking Slovak if I'm going to lo- live in Slovakia? Um, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm slowly working through it. I'm learning a bit of sign language mm-hmm. over here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like I'm I'm big on, um, like coaching is my thing, right? And mm-hmm. if we talk, we talk a lot about like effective communication. And I'm like, okay, great. But what about populations that you know are hearing impaired or deaf like they can't you can't effectively communicate with them if you don't know sign language Mm -hmm. so then we're like bastardizing part of the population um just be like oh you've got a disability oh okay we can't coach you i was like i'm sorry but i can't do that like i have to adapt myself to help these people not the other way around exactly um so yeah like so they all speak English. They got a little bit of Tereo, which I'll once I've done with sign language, I will I will do my best to try and learn a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, whatever mm-hmm. I end up next, I want to try and finish German. Like I learned a lot of German in school. Um, I used to be able to get away yeah. with reading it, but now it's been it's been too many years. I can't remember shit. Like now, I also studied German for like nine years at school. And now, like when you ask me to speak German, it's like very difficult. I haven't uh, used it in like five or six years. And it's just basically forgotten almost. (laughs) Yeah, I you know, every time I went to, you know, like a hotel and they've got like one of those cards on the back of like the bathroom door and it's Mm. all written in the different languages. I would try and like read the German and then read the English and see if I actually got it right. That was that was literally like my my only like practice of German in probably the past. Oh no, tell a lie. One time we were trying to go to Slovakia. We ended up in um, Vienna. Mm-hmm. That's a long story. Okay, like it we it took us like thirty six hours. Uh, I took like ten oh, different modes of transport. It was insane. Like that was really <laughs> fucked up, but. I managed to navigate us through Vienna on a bus because I could read German at the time and then um, got us to Bratislava and somehow mm-hmm. ordered two bus tickets to this like middle of uh, Slovakia. In Slovak, I was like, oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of nailing this. Um, I, honestly, yeah. they probably was like, oh, who the fuck is this dude? This English bastard in my country. <laughs> trying to speak what i i kind of did it it was good i think they really appreciated you trying because as i said like for us non-english speaking people we're always uh like i don't know we always think of english people as like lazy in terms of learning languages and oh i will guarantee i will 
I will back you up on that. Like, we'll, one, we're lazy, but two, um, the way they teach you is they teach you to pass, a, pass an exam. They don't teach you to understand the language. So, mm. um, like, um, I'm living with an Argentinian now, right? So we played a, a CAD game in Spanish, which was really fucking cool. It was like a Spanish CAD game. I was like, no, teach me the Spanish. I'm not speaking English, but speaking Spanish. Um, but like, he's teaching me these things. I'm like, nah, dude, I studied Spanish for like five years and they never taught me this shit. It was like, that's how you speak it. It was like, I never knew that. Like, it's yeah, kind of like a box tick back home. So I'll give him a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a buy, but I get offended when English people... Mm-hmm. I like, nah, you speak English. You're like, no, dude, you speak Spanish or whatever it is. Right. Give, at least give it a fucking go. Exactly. Even if you go on a holiday, you don't have to like learn the language, but at least like try to say hello in that language. Yeah. Just, at least not, those basic phrases. and. Yeah. Get your little fucking travels. Everything's an app now, right? And every app is usually free. Get yourself a little travel thing. Even if even if you spoke into your bloody phone and then the AI spoke in their language, mm-hmm. right? Even that is better than just be like, nah, speak English. I'm like, yeah. I tell you, what do they speak in Latvia? Latvian. Is that what it's called? That's a, I, yeah. I sound like a complete fucking ignorant bastard there. <laughs> Fine. I'll learn a little bit of Latvian for the next conversation we have. At least hello. (laughs) At least hello, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I should be able to learn one word. Yeah. Latvian is actually an interesting language because it's not Slavic, but at the same time, it has a little bit of influence from Germany and Russia. So it's it's really weird. Some people think that we speak Dutch. It sounds like Dutch. Really? Like when we were in England, when we were in England and we were talking Latvian with friends, like a lot of English people thought we were speaking Dutch. Really? Yeah. What? I don't know. Most of the people think it's like Russian, but it's not. It's not Slavic language at all. What's the What's the base of Latvian then? It's, it's actually interesting because Latvian and Lithuanian are two languages that are like completely different they're not like they're like in this uh, indo-european i think it's called the language group mm. but uh but yeah they're not like slavic or uh i don't remember the name like similar to german it's like they have their own it's like its own language i would say oh wow it's interesting yeah i'm always fascinated of like why and the history of it right because like european yeah. history is fascinating like borders change all the time Mm. it's very very old right like yeah and yeah i'm like that's really fucking interesting i'm gonna have to do some google searches yeah the closest i can describe it's like influence from both germany and russia because we were like under their control at some points of history so Mm. it's kind of influenced the language as well can you can you say like a sentence in latvian uh, okay. Um, uh, I will say the basic man. Uh, my name is Evelina. Uh, man is South Evelina. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I hear a little bit of uh, the 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 German. I understand. 
Yeah. So like in German, like we also like when you say yes, we also say yeah, sim like the same as in German. It's yeah. Well, don't so you know um you know the letter J? Doesn't yeah. every your like I could be wrong here, but doesn't every Europe European language say it as a year rather than a J? I think most of them. I think most of them. Yeah. Which is we which, say yeah. Which is strange, right? Because. Mm -hmm. Like, from from an English perspective, you'd be like, "Oh, it's the English language, English alphabet, blah blah blah." We could say J, and then you're like, "Wait, hold on a minute, we're the minority here. Everybody else is saying yeah. yeah. And then you start thinking, "Are we wrong? Like, are we supposed <laughs> to be saying yeah? <laughs> like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like, oh, I do miss Europe. Mm, it's pretty great <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool i think i have been so i think i have been to almost all of the european countries i think there's not a lot that i haven't seen yet wow yeah wow actually prague is very nice so czech republic and prague is amazing it's really really beautiful city mm. they're all old though you know you get all the history and that just blows my mind and fascinates mm. me and i'm like i'm all about that but, and europe has its own charm i don't know what what is that but you just yeah. walk in the streets and i don't know you feel this european vibe <laughs> yeah 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 you do it does have its own charm like mm. it talks to you you know you you you, you talk to the street the street mm. talks back it's got a little bit of a skip in its step i just the people too man I love the diversity of yeah. people. I love the cultures, the different mm -hmm. languages, the food. The food's good, man. Food yeah, the good. food is great. Yeah, if I lived in I Central don't like, Europe, I, I think I'd be fat. Yeah. I hate the English food, but the rest of the Europe, it's amazing. Excuse me? I, I hate English food. Oh. Seriously. Why? What's wrong with it? <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. I do. I don't know. It's it, it's first of all, it's very unhealthy. Yes, that's true. Second of all, I don't know. It just doesn't have a good taste for me, at least when I eat it. It's it, it just doesn't taste good. Like it's not fresh or something. No, it's not. Like, well, I came it, here. It, right? it tastes artificial. That's closest I can say. <sighs> That's true. It hurts my feelings, but it's true. Because I, I came here, right? And I cracked an egg. And the egg was orange. Mm. Right? The yolk was orange. And whoever I was with at the time uh, in the kitchen, I looked to her and I was like, the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, it's an egg. Do you not have eggs back home? I was like, I will we have eggs? Yeah, yeah. But why is it orange? I was like, that's, that's, that's the color of a fucking egg yolk. I was like, no, that's bullshit. Like, it's not supposed to be orange. Like, I'd never seen an orange egg before. And I'm like, the fuck is this? I had to Google it. I was like, eggs are supposed to be yellow. What's going on? I was like, yeah, I've been eating mal malnourished, malnourished eggs for my entire life. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that traveling is the most eye-opening experience you may have. I think it's like something they don't teach you at school or any workplace. You just learn something completely new. And... Mm. Mm. I 
I've really got this, I don't want to say fantasy because it sounds really weird, but I really got this thought in my head that I want to be like 70, 80, 90, 100, whatever, you know, you kind of the ass end of your life. And I sat on a chair and I've got this map on the wall of the world, right? And I really want to mm-hmm. be like, I've been there and I've been there. So I've been like right to the top of the North Pole and I've been right to the bottom of the South Pole. And I've just been like, oh yeah, I've been there, been there. And then just have a story yeah. to go with every place, right? I'm big on stories, I think. Mm-hmm. I think stories, how we communicate for thousands of years, right? And it's how we empathize mm-hmm. with people. It's how we get wisdom across to, to individuals, how we inspire the young and uh, yeah, I think that's just going to be a really cool thing. You know, you kind of got a whiskey and just looking at this map thinking, oh, yeah, I remember that one time I got kidnapped in Vietnam or something. I'm joking. That's That didn't happen. It's just a random thought, idea. It's not mm-hmm. what I'm going for. But I really want to go to Antarctica. I get your point. Oh, yeah, it's actually one of my dream places, I think, Antarctica. Really? Really. Yeah. Uh, I really want to go. I actually applied. You you did? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually jealous now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they didn't they didn't say no. It wasn't a no. They were just like, Oh, mm. we're not we're not um taking any new people at the moment. Um keep an eye out on the fucking job application. Great, no problem. Uh, oh, I'll go and scrub the toilets. I don't care, you know, like I'll go pick and pack or manual labor or whatever, as long as I've got a little bit of downtime because I'll just go mm-hmm. and write. I'll write a lot of things. Um, and I think that would just be one hell of a journey and an experience. I don't want to go see the South Pole. I want to go see the North Pole, you know. Why not? Yeah. We'll do a podcast. Then. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, I'll take my yeah. little microphone. You know, I'll do a podcast on mm-hmm. this, on Antarctica. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. Boss, like I'm super grateful for you. All right, and um, yeah, we're gonna have to do this again. We're gonna have to grab a coffee sometime. If I'm home or you're over of here, of course. Whichever one comes first, we're gonna have to grab a coffee. Yeah. Shoot no this problem. Shit once more. Yeah, I appreciate you connecting with me and asking me to do this. I always. I, I would I would say like maybe years ago I would never have thought that I would do a podcast or something like public speaking because I was so shy and so like I don't know insecure and now I'm doing this. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, look at look at the journey. You know, like from mm. from A to B or A to Z. Like that's. Oh, I wish I could like make people feel how much that fires me the fuck up like seeing someone just yeah. grow and be like oh now i've done something i never thought i'd be able to do and like oh that's that's incredible man like that i hope you um end up giving yourself a fist bump in the mirror or something or treat yourself <laughs> to a glass of wine or something i don't know like whatever sure. you want to do and that's really really mm-hmm. cool but yeah that was exactly my inspiration why i started my journals and books in general because I just looked at my journey and I thought I want like every other woman to have that. Like, it's just, 
yeah, I see a lot of people like living with their low self-esteem and not doing anything about it. And it's like, of course, as I said before, like what causes it maybe it is out of your control, but like if you take charge of it or you try to like do treatment or uh, make you a better person, it's like completely up to you. It's in your control and you can impact it. And yeah, that's why I created those journals because that that's what you can take control of. And yeah, totally. And that's an incredible resource, you know, and mm. you, you're the one who, who turned around and did that, you know, you took yeah. uh, to action rather than just be like, oh, this would be cool. And then just cracked mm -hmm. on and did your thing. It was like, no, 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 I'm going to do something. I'm going to create something for other people. And like, if any ladies are listening, I know we've got like, I got a roughly a 50 50 split, which is really, really cool. Like I really enjoy that yeah. aspect and I actively seek out more ladies to have conversations with, to appeal to mm -hmm. female audiences. Right. I don't want it to just be like dudes all the time or just young people, right. Yeah, or just old people or whatever. I think everyone should have a say, but I'm going to tell you this mm -hmm. in my perspective, because everyone's different, but a lady just doing her thing not giving a fuck is the most badass thing on the planet. Full stop. You're just like, you know what? That is a bad motherfucker. That's so cool. All right. Great. I'm going to go, go back to my day. You know, you're never going to see this person again. No problem. You just like, mm -hmm. that is so, so cool. And I think, I think, um, I think the misconception of, women needing to be the submissive in personality traits for their partner, right? Whether it's another woman or whether it's a male or whatever, mm -hmm. um, is bullshit. And I fucking hope that if they want to stay at home, stay home. If you want to be a chef, be a chef. If you want to like be something in a male dominated industry, who the fuck cares? Go do it. You know, if you want to lift yeah. weights and be this jacked motherfucker, go do it. Like, they just kind of live in your own way and be like, nah, having high self-esteem because of the journaling, because it's superpowers. Like, it's it's mm -hmm. so cool. And, um, and that's coming from a male perspective, you know? So I hope... Uh, no, I 100% agree. Someone... Yeah, I hope that gives someone a little bit of uh, a little bit of confidence to be able to do that. Yeah, that's why I was also doing that podcast with you because I'm hoping that women will get more confident and they will like try to do something about their lives if they're unhappy or uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I need to go to the gym. I got too much energy now. I'm fucking fired up. <laughs> You're pumped up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pumped up. This is this is not okay. I've only had one coffee and I'm, I feel like I could like run. I don't run, but that's it. I'm going to go with weights or something. Throw some weight above my head. Evelyn, That's amazing. You have that energy now. <laughs> it's conversation. It's talking to people, you know, and it's, um, mm. it's, it's seeing, seeing you in your light, doing your thing. That fucking fires me up. I just, like I say, I, I wish people could see themselves through my eyes. But I'm just like, that is insane. Mm -hmm. How are you able to do that? You know, everyone's got that little self doubt in their head. 
where it's like, oh, maybe you're not good enough, mm-hmm. or maybe it's parental influences, maybe it's like an ex-boyfriend, maybe it's a fucking finance or whatever, or a genetic disorder or whatever, right? And they're just like, nah, I'm going to go do my thing anyway, because this is what I want to do. There might be some barriers, but I'm just going to keep going, right? I think that is so fucking cool. And you just see the the tenacity and the resilience of human beings to be able to be like, nah, motherfucker, this ain't going to stop me. I'm going to go do my thing anyway. Like, yeah. that's game over. Like, let's checkmate on me. I'm like so fired up. I'm going to go headbutt a baby. I'm not going to go do that, obviously. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically, take charge of your life. That's the lesson here. <laughs> Yes, and that will fire me up. And you know there's going to be some northern blonde dude going crazy in the gym because you've took charge of your life. You've at least got one supporter, you know? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. f- fucking badass. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for your time and everything that you do. And I hope you enjoy your Friday evening. Thank you so much. All right, speak soon. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye, Alex. Bye, everybody. <laughs>